Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. New windows, visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And let's check in now. Here's Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Mainly clear here this evening and overnight with clouds on the increase tomorrow. Temperatures will be starting out on Friday, about 27 to 32 degrees. We'll top out in the upper 40s to lower 50s across the area. We're tracking rain starting between 5 and 7 p.m. tomorrow. Could be heavy at times. Flood watch up for portions of the area. 7 News Chief Meteorologist. Just Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Manassas, 39 degrees, and we're headed down to 27 in some suburbs. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, breaking news. The U.S. and U.K. have started airstrikes against targets in Yemen in retaliation for the recent Houthi rebel attacks in the Red Sea. We've got frequent updates this evening as well as analysis for you. Stay close to your breaking news, traffic, and weather station. Here in our area, Maryland's gun licensing law heading back to court. He was on Maryland's State Board of Elections. Now he's resigned after being arrested on charges tied to January 6th. I'm Kate Ryan. Virginia's governor on negotiations for a new Alexandria arena. The collaboration has been great. I'm Nick Einelli. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. President Biden says at his direction, U.S. military forces together with the U.K. and with support from Australia, Bahrain, Canada and the Netherlands have successfully conducted strikes against a number of targets in Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen. It comes after more than two dozen Houthi attacks on shipping vessels. CBS's David Martin at the Pentagon. The question now, of course, is going to be whether these attacks succeed in convincing the Houthis to call off their attacks on commercial shipping in the Red Sea or whether it just uh, eggs them on and inspires them to up the ante. Iran has seized an oil tanker off the coast of Oman. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby on the White House's demand. We condemn this apparent seizure. The Iranian government should immediately release the ship and its crew. These provocative and unacceptable actions need to stop. Former President Trump attends closing arguments at his New York civil fraud trial and is quickly shut down by the judge after raging against the state's attorney general and the judge himself. Trump saying afterwards... It's a witch hunt in the truest sense of the word. It's election interference. The state has accused Trump, the Trump Organization, and several executives of orchestrating a scheme to inflate the value of Trump properties and his net worth to get more favorable terms on loans and insurance. Hunter Biden is arraigned in California on federal tax charges. CBS's Catherine Harridge was there. I was sitting about 25 to 30 feet away from the president's son, who appeared somewhat tentative as he sat with his defense attorneys. The judge moved very quickly. He has set a trial date for June 20th. He asked Hunter Biden if he understood the serious nature of the charges against him. He said, yes, I do, Your Honor. And then he entered a plea of not guilty. Hunter Biden is also charged in Delaware with lying on October 2018 on a federal forum for gun purchasers. More bad weather is in store for large swaths of the country. Odyssey New York meteorologist Craig Allen says in the south. Areas from Lake Charles, Louisiana, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, on up through Alexandria, Shreveport, Texarkana, Little Rock, Greenville, Memphis, and areas across the lower Mississippi Valley. The chance for severe thunderstorms and tornadoes is very high. 
The upper Midwest is preparing for several inches of new snow. The pace of inflation edged up in December. Overall prices increased 3.4% from a year ago. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. I'm not sure that we should have grave concern with this. This was widely expected. It did come in a little bit hotter, but this is really because of energy remaining a uh, month-over-month issue. Stocks closed mixed on Wall Street. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 803 on WTOP on this Thursday night, January 11th, 2024. Manassas at 39 degrees. Some of us down to the lower 20s tonight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Maryland's handgun licensing law is headed back to federal court. The 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has granted the state's petition for the full court to rehear a case on Maryland's law requiring people to get a license before acquiring a handgun. That measure was thrown out in November by a three-judge panel, which ruled that the law was unconstitutional. The Westmore administration requested the hearing for the full court's review last month. Governor Moore says he welcomes the decision, adding that, in his words, common-sense gun laws are vital to the commitment to keep guns out of the wrong hands and save lives. Some other major news out of Annapolis. A Maryland elections board member is under arrest and charged with the January 6th Capitol riot in early 2021. The story from WTOP's Kate Ryan. 52-year-old Carlos Ayala of Salisbury, Maryland, one of two Republican members of the Maryland State Board of Elections, has been arrested on charges connected to the January 6th rioting at the U.S. Capitol. Now, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Ayala urged police to, quote, join us and was seen on video climbing over police barricades. Ayala was seen on video waving a flag that had the words, we the people and defend on it along with an image of an M16-style rifle. That same flag was later seen being poked through a window, jabbing at a Capitol Police officer inside the building. The Washington Post reports Ayala appeared in court this week, and a preliminary hearing is set for February 8th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Could more funding from Metro be tied to a new sports arena in Alexandria? The question comes as the Virginia General Assembly is back at work this week in Richmond, WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports. We've just started that process in listening to the community, engaging with local and, of course, statewide elected leaders. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is working with the democratically controlled General Assembly as he pushes for the approval of a new arena in Alexandria for the Capitals and Wizards. As part of the negotiations, Democratic leaders have said they would like to see additional funding for Metro. Youngkin tells WTOP he is open to that idea. But it wouldn't be a rubber stamp. We need a business plan for the metro. Provide us a business plan that we can then have confidence that we're not going to be right back at the table in two years' time worried about metro again. And that has been my primary ask. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. A Howard County man gets two years behind bars for threats made toward the LGBTQ plus community, along with lawmakers in both Maryland and Virginia who support the trans community. 34-year-old Adam Natina of West Friendship pleaded guilty in August to making the threats. As part of his plea deal, Natina also agreed that his offense is a hate crime. He was charged last year with leaving a threatening voicemail at the D.C. Office of the Human Rights Campaign, the largest LGBTQ plus civil rights group in the U.S. Natina threatened to slaughter members of the LGBTQ community. A break-in in the investigation, in fact, a break-in in the investigation into a string of armed robberies in Maryland. All the victims 
are taxi drivers. Police say in each of the six cases, a man called an independent taxi service requesting a ride. Once in the car, he displayed a gun and demanded money. Now, Prince George's County police say they've arrested 24-year-old Francisco Chavez Ramirez. When they searched him, he had the exact kind of replica gun that the victim said was pulled on them. Police said Chavez Ramirez has admitted all the armed robberies. They want to hear from other potential victims who haven't yet reported reported being robbed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Mask mandates are returning to a Maryland hospital system. Johns Hopkins Medicine says with the increase in RSV, flu and COVID, it will make mask wearing mandatory starting tomorrow for employees and patients and all visitors at its locations in Maryland. Hopkins says the mask requirement is also necessary because vaccination rates for the general public when it comes to the flu, RSV and COVID are low. The mask requirement goes into effect tomorrow at Suburban Hospital in Bethesda, Howard County General, as well as the Hopkins Hospitals in Baltimore. And we now know what has temporarily shut down the Prince George's County Animal Shelter. The county says many dogs at the facility came down with a bacterial virus called Strepzo. It's highly contagious. It could be deadly for dogs if it's not caught early enough. The disease is normally found in horses, cattle, and pigs. It can cause severe pneumonia in dogs. The outbreak forced the animal shelter to shut its doors last week and quarantine all of the animals. It's staying closed until further notice. Coming up on WTOP, last night we were telling you about UAW progress in signing up members at a Mercedes plant in Alabama. What about Tesla and its relations with a union effort at its factories? Stay with us. We'll tell you more coming up. Now 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Imler in the traffic center. On 695 eastbound, after the 3rd Street Tunnel, seeing in the Kobeck Consulting Cam, there were two cars stopped blocking the left lane. One of them drove off, and now there's just one car sitting there by itself with no police or no other responders there blocking that left lane. Traffic coming up to it at speed. So do be careful and stay out of the left lane on 695 East after the 3rd Street Tunnel. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, all is quiet tonight. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well between the beltways. 270 between the beltway and 270, or I-70, there are no delays. 50 out to the Bay Bridge doing well, setting up tonight's uh, work pattern for maintenance tonight. Two-way traffic on the westbound span, eastbound span is closed. 395, 95, and 66, each running without delay. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Next to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. We are dry here this evening, but tomorrow this time we'll be tracking some areas of moderate, potentially even some heavy rain. Now temperatures here this evening will fall from the 40s into the 30s late by morning, sub-freezing pretty much everywhere. Tomorrow afternoon, looking for a high temperature around 50 to 52 degrees. We'll have clouds on the increase. Rain comes in just after the sun sets. It'll develop between 5 and 7 p.m. Should move out around 2 to 3 a.m. Saturday morning, but one inch of rain possible and we could see some areas of flooding. Saturday, we dry out, but still going to be blustery. We've got a wind alert up with those gusts that could be around 40 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Upper Marlboro 39, Woodbridge 41, D.C. 47, but all the way down to 27, that's possible for a low in our suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decked pavers and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. 
Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour and Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street battled back from some pretty big losses to finish narrowly mixed. A hotter-than-expected inflation reading kept the market on edge. Dow Industrials gained 15, the S&P lost 3, the Nasdaq gained a fraction. Would-be home buyers may have missed the boat as mortgage rates fell late last year. Rates are now higher for a second week. Freddie Mac's average for 30-year fixed-rate loans rose to 6.66% from last week's 6.62. Tesla trying to cut off the UAW's drive to organize U.S. auto factories not run by GM, Ford, and Chrysler. It's raising pay for workers at its U.S. factories. No word on how big those raises will be. Separately, Tesla will suspend most production at its factory near Berlin for two weeks starting January 29th. Reuters reports the automaker blames a lack of parts due to attacks on Red Sea shipping by Houthi militants in Yemen. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Tokyo's stocks up 1% plus. They're doing pretty well, but South Korea's Kospi is down half a percent. Australia's ASX 200 is down a fraction. Coming up on WTOP, fun things to do this weekend. Now, D.C. Restaurant Week is coming up, but it's not the only one. There are restaurant weeks in a couple of parts of northern Virginia as well. We'll talk to Anna Spiegel of Axios, D.C., coming up. Here's John O'Donnell, president and CEO of the Washington Area New Automobile Dealers Association, talking about what you can expect at the Washington Auto Show. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is always about the latest technology and new cars, but there's also going to be a lot to do in addition to that with indoor and outdoor ride and drives, an all-new kids zone, interactive driving simulators, e-bikes, classic cars, exotic cars, and real-time art from Art of Motion. We're proud that Hyundai is bringing back their exhilarating indoor test track featuring the Kona EV, the Ionique 5, and 6. Nissan will introduce a brand new EV track experience at the 2024 show where guests can ride along in their Aria Platinum. Don't miss the Washington Auto Show at the Washington Convention Center, January 19th through 28th. For tickets, go to WashingtonAutoshow.com. That's WashingtonAutoshow.com. Coming up here on WTOP, are there more signs now that a former governor in our area may be looking at the White House again? Stay with us tonight. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents. And a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.79. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Winter is approaching. And for some of our neighbors, the cold is more than just a chill. It's a struggle to keep the heat on. But you can make a difference. Make a donation to the Washington Area Fuel Fund through the Salvation Army. The Fuel Fund helps neighbors in need pay their bills during times of financial hardship. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation. Help to spread warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area this winter. Because helping a neighbor in need is a gift that keeps on giving. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts. 
matters. Now, 814, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. The weekend is almost here again. Did you know, through the end of this month, we have no fewer than three separate restaurant weeks. And if you go early in the day for lunch or brunch, it's really quite a good deal. We talk more about going out to eat this month with Anna Spiegel of Axios DC. Between the three restaurant weeks, there are probably hundreds of restaurants you can check out through the rest of the month. Metropolitan Washington Restaurant Week, which is the area's biggest, starts on Monday. And there's some new pricing tiers this time for lunch and brunch and dinner. I mean, lots of new exciting options. There's also Alexandria Restaurant Week and Falls Church Restaurant Week, which start on January 19th. There's different prices in D.C. this year for lunch and brunch is $25 and $35. And dinners run between $40 and $65. You know, once you get up, it's not quite as much of a deal. I think the best deals, if you're really looking for a deal, are around afternoon lunch and brunches. What are your top picks in Falls Church and in Alexandria? Well, Latingaria, which is, I think, one of the D.C. area's best taquerias, is in Falls Church. They're doing a lunch deal for just $10, where you get two menu items plus a drink. But if you're looking for something a little more upscale, Thompson Italian is a really beautiful Italian restaurant. They have locations in Falls Church and Alexandria, and they're offering a three-course menu for $50. What is Ellie Bird? Ellie Bird is a terrific spinoff of DC's Michelin-starred restaurant Rooster and Owl. You know, it's kind of eclectic, mixes Asian and kind of more classic French flavors. Um, and they're offering Restaurant Week with a prefix menu that's $55. So we invite everyone to Axios DC to take a look at all the restaurant descriptions and all the prices and everything. Let's turn to dry January. Some people are trying to put aside the alcohol for a while. Yeah, you know, I think it's fun. There's some local options. And, you know, for me, if I'm not drinking, I'm probably more likely to reach for, you know, kind of like a local non-alcoholic beer or cider versus mixing up a whole elaborate cocktail or paying for a $20 non-alcoholic cocktail. One of the cool things is there's a brand actually called Uncool. It's a new non-alcoholic brand from Charlottesville-based Three Notched Brewing, and they have five styles of non-alcoholic kind of quote-unquote beer, um, and you can get them at Kroger, Total Wine, and Wegmans. Finally, MLK weekend on the way and maybe time for a little brunch. Yes, so it's on Monday, it's MLK day. It's also the start of restaurant week, so you find a lot more options than usual for your day off. Residence Cafe and Bar in DuPont is hosting kind of like a holiday brunch that's ticketed with a, you know, includes a drink and two courses for $45 a person. And then June, which is one of my, you know, new favorites, is Persian restaurant in Tyson's. They're doing their $25 restaurant week menu on the holidays. You can go check that out as well. That's Anna Spiegel with Axios DC. Read more at Axios DC this weekend. For more local events and happenings and beyond the weekend, head on over to WTOP.com. A roundup of things to do in the DC area comes out every Thursday. Top stories now on WTOP. The U.S. and British militaries launch strikes against Yemen to retaliate for Houthi attacks in the Red Sea. Approaching 30 on various ships in the Red Sea. Hunter Biden pleads not guilty to federal tax charges filed after the collapse of a plea deal that could have settled the case against him. Donald Trump defies a judge and gives a courtroom speech on a tense final day of his New York civil fraud trial. Now we're waiting for the judge's decision. Keep it here for full details on these stories and more in the minutes ahead. It's 818 with traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're back with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, lots of uh, adventures here on the Southeast-Southwest Freeway. We've had a couple of crashes, broken down cars, and we have another incident. Could be part of an earlier incident that has moved on but is now stopped once again. This is eastbound on 695 near 6th Street Southeast, and police are with this, and it is blocking the left side of the roadway. So we do have a brief slowdown getting past that from just after South Capitol Street towards 6th Street Southeast. Now, 
blocking the left side. Up and down 295, you are good to go. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, no incidents or delays to report. And in Virginia, up and down 395 and 95, pace is good, and the travel lanes are open. 66 looks all right, both inside and outside the Beltway. And in Maryland, clear sailing on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. We're in great shape up and down 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. And 270 also without delay between the Beltway and Interstate 70. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped clients win the compensation they deserve and has always paid no fee unless your case is won. Visit chibilawyers.com and feel better. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. It's time for Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. This evening we're mainly clear. Our temperature is dropping from the 40s down into the 30s. Tonight, light winds and temperatures that will have a chance to drop down into the 20s to around 30 degrees. So sub-freezing pretty much everywhere. Friday afternoon will rise to about 50 degrees and get ready for some rain. Clouds on the increase will turn mostly cloudy by around 2, 3 o'clock with rain developing between 5 and 7 p.m. Rain should move out well before sunrise on Saturday. But one inch of rain is possible, and that could lead to some isolated flooding around the area. Falling temperatures for Saturday and gusty winds were under a wind alert. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Hyattsville is at 41, Herndon 38, Foggy Bottom 47. Some parts of our area could be down to the lower 20s or middle 20s during the overnight hours. And we're brought to you here on WTOP. This one, I understand, is on the house. But I will tell you, the next, we're going to continue to monitor the breaking news from overseas in the Red Sea and Yemen and attacks by both the U.S. and the U.K. We'll have the latest on that coming up here. As well as former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, moderate Republican, as you may remember, he makes a move that could mean he's running for president either now or a little later on. Stay with us for all that on WTOP at 820. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on. You've got your car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP News. It is 821 on your breaking news traffic and weather station. This is a special report from ABC News. The U.S. strikes back in Yemen. 
I'm Andy Field. After weeks of Iranian-backed Houthi missile attacks on Red Sea commercial ships, the U.S. military tonight launched retaliatory strikes against multiple Houthi targets in Yemen, including a mix of Tomahawk cruise missiles and fighter jets. ABC's Mary Bruce on what prompted this U.S. strike. Since mid-November, the Houthis have launched at least 27 attacks, claiming it's in retaliation for Israel's war against Hamas, disrupting one of the most vital shipping routes in the world. 15 percent of world commerce passes through the Red Sea. Major shipping companies forced to sail around Africa to avoid the violence. The U.S. has gathered a coalition of 20 nations to block those ongoing Houthi attacks in the Red Sea that are threatening the world economy. Houthi leaders taking to broadcasts and web videos vowing a broader war if they were attacked. This is ABC News. Stay with us here on WTOP for frequent updates and analysis. Coming up at 8.45, we are scheduled to check in with Washington Post national security reporter Alex Horton to find out if this indeed was the right move by the United States and the U.K. to fight back here against what are admittedly dozens of uh, attacks on ships in the area. But there are also experts that believe this is exactly what the Houthi rebels wanted, and it may draw the whole region into a larger conflict. A lot to contemplate, so stay with us tonight here on WTOP. Campaign 2024 and new this evening is former Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan preparing for a presidential run after the Republican has now stepped away from the no labels board last month. Hogan's resignation letter dated December 15th holds no details about why he left that third party effort. No labels. Hogan had long been at the center of discussions about a potential presidential campaign with that group. It's pledging to put forward what it calls a unity ticket, including one Democrat and one Republican. Now to a look at how safe some public schools are in the region. WTOP's John Doman reports Maryland leaders saw a bump in the number of tips and reports about safety last year. There's growing awareness inside Maryland schools about the state's Center for Safe Schools anonymous tip line. And during the previous school year, over 900 reports were made through the system. That's over 150 more than the previous school year. As you increase awareness, you create that likelihood, right, of increasing the number of people who are then reporting things, which, you know, can't necessarily be equated to there are more incidents occurring. Kimberly Buckheit's the policy communications and engagement manager with MCSS, a rather small state agency that works on programs and funding grants to improve safety inside Maryland schools. Tips about bullying was the most reported concern. John Dome in WTOP News. A five-car crash in Silver Spring leaves two people in the hospital. This was about 2.30 this afternoon on the intercounty connector between New Hampshire Avenue and Lay Hill Road. Montgomery County Fire and Rescue tells WTOP the car left, or in fact, the crash is leaving one car overturned with a person who was trapped for a while. They got that person out, though. Two adults taken to the hospital and one has serious injuries. The government is asking car makers how they plan to protect people from being stalked or harassed by partners who have access to vehicle location and other data. Nine large automakers received a letter from the chairwoman of the Federal Communications Commission asking for details about their connected car systems. Nearly all new vehicles have features that use telecommunications to find cars in parking lots, start the engine remotely, and even connect with emergency responders. Those features rely on wireless connectivity and location data that in the wrong hands could be used to harm someone. The FCC wants to know if auto companies have policies in place to remove access to connected apps and other features if a request is made by someone who is being abused, and if companies can remove access even from someone whose name is on the vehicle's title. I'm Lisa Dwyer. 
Sports at 25 and 55. 825 with Steve Dresner. And we'll start with NHL action from Capital One Arena. We're currently in the second.